already went into the underdark and never came back alive so the session's canceled welcome uh i'm back i'm hosting it's for me you know sir perseus galaxinus over here my reading book of perseus knowledge galaxinus. and lore yeah i'm changing it up he's just adding syllables for no reason he here is. with here with my my bubble pipe and my nice fancy red robes to read you all a bedtime story of how i your hugh hefner jacket messed up playing DD with my friends here today i'm i'm here with the boys as always the josh boys. and isaiah I so see this is this is yep, why there's a system that's why there's a system i wanted to wait <laughs> no you're supposed to say name pause name pause nah i don't like that anymore I'm bored. I'm bored of that now. Why? <laughs> Why? We've grown beyond this. It's for the listeners' sanity. Nah. Help them identify the person who is speaking. No. Because there is no I'm, visual I am, I am boy A here with boy B and boy C. I... <laughs> All right. This is, this, is, this is a Matt session. I don't know why... You didn't just, think this was going to go fucking tits up from I the ask, start. I asked for simple things. Mm. Very simple. Well, picks. you know what else is really simple, Josh? You want to do the, the intro plug? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, thank God. I, was, I, I don't know why. I was, I was terrified for some reason. I'm not really sure why it's now in hindsight. That segue did Sam's it. lucky I don't have control over the Discord soundboard. <laughs> That segue absolutely did not check out. I was so confused there. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, give us a like or a follow or no, sorry, a follow or a subscribe on your platform of choice that you are currently listening on. You don't even have to hit the pause button. You could just hit follow. Bing, bang, boom. Also, actually, because I just thought about it. If you say to yourself, well, I'm already following. I can't follow again. Tell your friends. Email it to your grandmother. Tell your mom. Tell someone else to follow. All right. Grandma might be into D and D. You don't know. Maybe. Uh, Dame Judy Dench is fun fact. I don't know who that is. Oh. Yeah, M from fucking James Bond. I don't know who Old that lady? is. You, have you never seen a James oh, Bond? Movie? Oh, I've never actor. watched oh, okay. a single Sorry. James Bond movie in my life. What no? the fuck? No, no. they're pretty good. I'm, I'm oh, slowly starting to get into the Daniel Craig movies. Nice. Oh, we gotta right, we gotta like, watch Goldeneye. Goldeneye's great. Go. I've seen Goldeneye. I've, I've seen that. That's like the one James Bond film I've seen. <laughs> it, it is the the quintessential Bond film. Mm. Uh, that's the one with Sean Bean too. Or no? Yes. So, okay. Okay. I, I want to make sure I'm not mixing them up. Like I recently mm. saw Casino Royale, and I'm like, holy shit, this is great. And then I just haven't gone back to like watch the other five. Question mark, right? There's five in this the Daniel Craig movies. The, uh, Casino know. Royale, Skyfall. Uh, you know, I want to say three. five, but I, I I feel like that's wrong. For some Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and was the last one. Quantum uh, something? Oh no, you already said that. God damn! And now, now we gotta look this up. Yeah, look, that's a picture of the Dench. Hmm. Uh. That's cool. I didn't know she was playing D&D. Yeah, uh, 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 fucking Vin Diesel taught her to play. I oh, did. Of course. I did actually just recently hear about that. What mm -hmm. was I listening to? I was listening uh, to another podcast and they mentioned how Vin Diesel taught her how to play D&D. I keep forgetting how much of a giant nerd Vin Diesel is. Raging nerd. Oh, it was it was Midnight Local. Greg mentioned how I, Vin I, Diesel I was taught her. That's it was what it was. Midnight Local. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Casino Royale, 
uh, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, No Time to Die. That's it. Yeah, five movies. Okay. God, I, you know, it makes me sad that we're never going to get Ildris Elba. As, right, I'm not, let me not say that. We probably won't get him as Bond, and I really want him to be Bond. He should hmm. be. I agree. Also, speaking of actually speaking of actors uh, getting shunt, uh, like thrown into roles that I would love <laughs> a lot, but I don't think will happen. Uh, I was watching a stream and they were talking about who should potentially be uh, Lex Luthor in like the newer Superman movies since they're going to, you know, they're redoing the DC or whatever the fuck James Gunn has whatever, got planned. Yeah. Uh, and one of them mentioned um, Dave Batista as Lex Luthor oh. and that is now my what? absolute number I one top pick fucking no that's Luthor? genius no no pause think about it think about it for a minute that's actually a big brain choice like, uh, like, a different sell, take? sell me the sales pitch please think about okay disregard your mind from Dave Batista as Drax because I know that's like that's ever don't don't think about him as Drax think about well, what I was, grew up with him as a wrestler so like I go way I mean, back sure, on David yes also career. as a wrestler but um what, uh, what was the, there was a movie he was in recently where he was like a suit wearing like spy style like bad guy and it was fucking it was per oh, shit what movie was it oh no no is it I the one remember. where like they're the cult and they gotta like the the two husbands gotta kill each other to stop the end of the world no is there's someone at the door, I think is what it's called. No. Like I have no idea. Yes, I am push Riddick. Blade. Blade Runner. In Blade Runner, he played a very Lex Luthor-esque character in 2049. And somebody mentioned that, and I thought, and I was like, that's... Huh. I could see it. I could Also, his character in uh, Dune, although we, he didn't get a ton of screen time, he there's there's a vibe there, you know what I mean? Yeah, Rob, uh, Raban. Yeah. Yeah. So I, f- I feel like that's a real big brain play. Also, he specifically said he, you know, he's older now. He's like, I can't keep up this size anymore. Like, I'm going down. I don't care what anybody mm. says for health reasons, which is totally yeah. true, by the way. Side note, a lot of people are like, oh, but he's jacked. It's not like he's fat. Yeah, it's not actually about necessarily the fat. But once you get to a certain age, it is a, the physical weight your body mm-hmm. cannot handle, regardless of its muscle weight or fat weight. Oh yeah, your muscles uh, will fall apart. Your hips will turn to dust. Yeah, yeah. your organs actually can't handle a lot of it. Is what a lot of the problem, like things with like blood flow and shit. Your organs cannot oh, yeah, sustain yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of it because of your size. Uh, that's why Another, a lot of uh, people who are, uh, you know, like the gigantism and all that. That's why they oh, get yeah. a lot of those problems. Another wrestler turned actor, John Cena. Also, like if you go before and after acting, yeah. is giant difference. Like mm-hmm. he went from human triangle to. Average man. <laughs> well, he's not, sir, I wouldn't not, call him an not, average no, man. I've absolutely not average fucking... man. Absolutely Wait, not. Were you the man. one who didn't like Suicide Squad? Uh, both films. Yeah. You don't like <laughs> either of them? No. I've only seen the first one, which is terrible. Yeah, no, the first yeah, one's the first one. First one's pretty bad. Second one, bad, but not as bad as the first one. I will give it that. Either Had way. a lot of cool ideas in there. Wow. Didn't stick the at least either for me. Way, it didn't stick the landing. John Cena, not average man at all but Dave Batista Lex Luthor I think that checks out he also has the look I mean come on you've seen the man in the suit bald big big True. bald dude <laughs> that can rock a suit he totally has the look I, yeah. interesting you know what I, I was thinking about this today because uh, you know we were talking about DC in Marvel last night and I was like well my favorite DC heroes are, are the Green Lanterns not really anyone in particular but like all of them just, the Lantern Corps is like the coolest shit yeah, no one can tell me otherwise uh, and I was like who would I want to be like 
our generation's quintessential Greenlander, Lander, uh, Lantern, John Stewart. And my my <laughs> my main went Will Smith. Absolutely, probably not, not going to happen. No, <laughs> I also don't think that's a good pick. No, no, I it, it's just the first place my brain went. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think Anthony Mackie would do so fucking good I as John that. Stewart. Yeah, I but he's see that. Falcon. And he's probably not going to do it. And I wish he would. I could see that. One, I also, yeah. I want more people. Oh, I would say Lance Reddick. Oof. Yeah. Prize. He would have been a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- you know, let's just have the rock. Let's have the rock. Absolutely. The, not. the, the Polynesian play the traditional black role. Absolutely you know? not. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I don't even think he would do a good job. TBH. I'm. I mean, also, side note, look at this image of Batista. Tell me this isn't big, big, rich supervillain energy. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got right, no right. vibe. I'm not completely sold yet. He's not Lufar, but. Anyway, none of this Maybe. has to do with anything. None of this has to do with the, today's, today's topic <laughs> and or recap. Here? I don't know. Uh, uh, but yeah, so t- t- uh, today, because I'm hosting once again, uh, sitting here in my nice, nice robes, uh, bubble pipe and all. Little glass of wine. I'm gonna be retelling the story of my uh, my my three year long campaign. Been doing it a couple episodes. It's been it's pretty been pretty fun, pretty fun. I don't know, have these been pretty entertaining for you guys to hear like the mishaps and the the piecing shit together last minute of uh, Matt's struggle with D and D. They've certainly been something. I mean, yeah. To be uh, fair, so we are biased or not biased, but we're sort of influenced in a certain direction because we've heard bits and pieces prior mm. yeah. uh, true but true. you know it's good for other people to hear uh what the chaos of running is like especially when you're doing it uh you know seat of your pants as matt did right. with the big fucking energy yeah so you know it's funny like I was, I was talking about about this the other day where i was like these stories are always super entertaining but i don't know what to do when you tell them because i don't want to be like mm-hmm, 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 the whole time right <laughs> well, that's I, why even I like though to i stop am and- genuinely Huh? ask questions and stuff or like be like oh this is what I learned as a DM like so that way A gives you guys you know you guys can talk because I feel bad just kind of hogging up the fucking spotlight all the time no no <laughs> that's fine I mean, that, that, this is what we signed up for that's okay I, I just hey. I, I don't want to A like do weird laugh out loud moments like I usually do even though mm-hmm. for the most part they're they're I'm like I'm not doing them on purpose they just you'll get like a like a wild reaction out of me and I'll just sort of cackle for a second yeah. uh, or I'll just be quiet and i'm like well neither of these are good so i have to find a middle ground i haven't yet but i'm trying yeah. oh, but uh yes yeah, so i think some of this stuff i've actually mentioned in a villain episode i won't go well I, i'll try not to go too crazy in depth because this is uh this is the, the the drow arc i guess the fucking menzo branson or as my players dubbed it because they didn't like the name webtropolis Webtown. They didn't like the name Menzo Baranson? No, no. They wanted to like, Matt, this is our homebrew campaign. Let's call it something else. Like Webtown. And I'm like, no, that I'm like, let's let's, let's try and do something different. And it's like, oh, Webtropolis. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Then yeah, sure. Why not? Did you tell them <laughs> that Webtropolis is a dumb name? Then yes. Well, I I I was the one that that wrap the 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 name webtropolis okay so let me tell you webtropolis is a dumb name oh i know I, they they loved it okay, okay. <laughs> they loved it. Uh-huh. fair enough 
<laughs> They're I like, also... oh, Menzo Baranzen, too complicated. Webtropolis? I hate nice. I hate the mental image of a council of, of, of newly appointed drow before they had established their great city and everyone sits down and goes, we need a name for our new establishment. And someone looks the, looks the others dead in the eyes and says, web trouble this. And I don't they throw like, them out the window. <laughs> I absolutely hate that mental image that, that you have now created in your setting. It's, it's really the boardroom meeting with like all the, the, the comic book that you see where it's yes. just like a bunch of people and then one dude gets yeeted out the window. <laughs> Awful. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that it mental image. Drow. Yeah, this so, was uh yeah, this was this was the, the big so I feel like this is probably besides the beginning of the campaign where or not the beginning of the campaign, uh the second half of the campaign where I was kinda like doing more of a Mar uh, West March stuff. The drow city, the the this twisted urban environment. This is probably one of, if not the other, most fun I've had as a DM running. Because I, I basically, and this is again going to go into a little bit of how much I wrote way too fucking much. Uh, I basically made an entire separate adventure. Like if I took all my notes and everything that we did, this would probably be one of those, you know, the Wizards of the Coast, like, you know, hardback adventure modules. Just, uh, you know, just not as professionally, uh, professionally written. <laughs> I, I think I've said it every episode, but I cannot get over how much you wrote for these games. Yeah, because I just didn't. I, I, I literally like my my. You could fit all of my notes for my entire campaign on like a, a, a stack of post-it notes. <laughs> That's a deranged statement. Like, like, if you wrote the post-it notes in really big font, you could fit it on a stack of post-it notes. Yeah. Well, I love... I like, I, I love statement. writing. Yeah. Well, oh, post-it notes? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of... So I do sometimes some of the same stuff. Like, I'll write little sticky notes and post-it notes and, like... Uh, what are those, like... Index cards of random notes and stuff that I'll say for myself, and then I'll... I, I, I don't think Isaiah is... Onto. I don't think Isaiah is saying he actually wrote it on post-it notes. I think what he's saying oh. is there's that little information written down. Oh, well... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's then saying, you just keep everything in your head? A lot of it, yeah. Yeah, I can't... I, I got full brain. I got I got put it on paper, otherwise I'm going to forget. <laughs> uh, it's... I, I, I probably could if I really had to, uh, but... Literally, why? Yeah. Why make your life that much harder? It's not that hard to jot down a couple of sentences every time you mm -hmm. have a new idea. Yeah. Uh, this is correct. However, don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, strong argument. I can't. Uh, I, can't. <laughs> I hate um. it here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so way back uh, a couple of episodes ago when my players originally when the drow attacked them and everything and then you know the drow raided their home and you know attacked their npcs my players at that point were like all right matt before they went off to deal with the uh the thieves guild they originally wanted to go after the drow and that was when i you know i originally told them like hey guys i don't have the underdark prepped give me some time and i will prep it for you to which then my players were like, okay, well, fine. We'll deal with the Thieves Guild, but then eventually we're going to go kill those Drown the Underdark and fuck them up. I'm like, okay, okay. So they gave me a lot of time to kind of like prep and research and, you know, 
and, and then again, I, I ended up making way too fucking much. But it was fun. Like they, they they really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I got to like really kind of put the because I think at this point, this is around the two year mark, a little over two year mark of the game. So this is when I was like, OK, I'm more confident as a DM. I kind of know what I'm doing. At least I like to think I kind of know what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like my my time to like, all right, fine. Let's let's actually like write an adventure and see if I can do this and like not just like BS shit out of my ass all the time. Uh, so a lot of the stuff uh, right now, like I used a lot of inspiration. There's a fourth edition book that I uh, most of my 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 ideas and a lot of my prepping for this came from, which was the fourth edition Menzo Brands and City of Intrigue book. And it is a huge, huge inspiration source for Drow. And basically, if you want to run like a Game of Thrones campaign in the Underdark, because it's all about the different houses and factions and backstabbing and plotting to, to rise up and be the superior Drow house. Because uh, Drow, you know, they kind of separate themselves in different factions and everything. So, like, it's a lot of political intrigue. Sound like a uh, bunch they, of nerds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're always trying to get one over on each other. And Drow also, like, Drow are, like, I know I've, I've kind of mentioned it a bunch of times, but Drow are not one of, if not my favorite species, race, whatever you want to say, in D&D. Just because, like, they have so much cool, interesting history, lore, uh, race mechanics, like, as playing a Drow. Uh, but then also, they make such fucking good bad guys. Like they just they're just bad. Like I got I want to just like read this one, this one spit from Morden Cain and Stone of Foes, just, just to get okay. just to get across just like Drow in general. From the time of old to understand, Drow are taught that they are superior to all other creatures, for they remain steadfast in their devotion to Loth despite the hardships of their existence. Any creature that isn't a Drow is useful only as a sacrifice to Lolf, as a slave, or as fodder for the giant spiders that the drow train to patrol their cities and tunnels. Like, how can you not just be like, yeah, these guys are going to be super interesting bad guys. Easy bad guys to make uh, your players hate them. The problem I, I have with the using drow as like the de the main villain of a thing is it's mm -hmm. it's kind of a similar issue to like using orcs or goblins or stuff. It's like, yeah, they're described as like pretty morally despicable, but then there is still that room to be like, yeah, but they are like unsentient people and we are sort of just kicking their doors in and, you know, burning their houses down and destroying their way of life. Are we the good guys here? You know, like it <laughs> like well, it's fine because Drow did the same thing. Like they do tons that of surface raids. That doesn't necessarily raids. make it OK. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. They're not real. They're it. not. That's, but, that's the other big thing. They're not real. They're, they're imaginary real, figments of our imagination but, written on papers. Putting it into the context of like, if you think about it in real life and <laughs> being like, oh, well, those people over there did bad things to us. So now we're just going to like burn their entire like continent to the ground. That's not necessarily a better option or a good response. Yeah. No, it's not. Like my players, they held a grudge specifically because it was like these guys like not even like 
and yeah, I think one of my players specifically held a grudge against every drow because of it. But it was like, <laughs> they touched our stuff. They fucked with our stuff. So now I'm going to fuck with everything the, they own. The, and it's the, like, yeah. all right. It's like, all right, come on. <laughs> the, the problem, like, yeah, they, they're the baddies for sure. <laughs> the problem is that like a drow are particularly like their society is described as quite advanced and, and like complicated. And they have, you know, they're, they're, they're as advanced, if not more, than like, you know, standard modern society, right? And it becomes yeah. kind of weird. Like, I don't know. It's just, there's there's some, you know, there, the if you well, start thinking about the moral implications, you start being like, ooh, right. ooh this is a deep rabbit but hole. But also imagine, <laughs> like, if this super advanced, both magically, physically, like, techno like, I don't, uh, technology wise, yeah, technology wise, occult wise, drow are very, very advanced. However, what if all those advancements were for this evil, you know, deed? Yeah, yeah it's the, and, no, it's and, the like, Nazi it, argument. I get it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's that whole uh, vibe. It just, I don't know. And so I just, why it's why, I, like, I don't want them to be a primary villain because I feel like eh, I mean, they're, they're so they're cool. complicated. Well, that's the thing. And now, like, I know Wizards, they're trying to change some of it and, like, add, they're, like, not all you know, not all drought, which is fine. Like that, yes, because, and and one of the other things I'm going to mention is one of my other big inspirations was, uh, but just by happenstance, uh, I found uh, someone they made graphic novels of the first few Dritz books, uh, Dritz Stewart, and so I bought them and I read them, and those books are a huge inspiration for drought and drought culture, and yes, Dritz is like the example, but not all drow want to fucking like you know kill and sacrifice the loth and be evil and all that stuff no and which is why it makes Dritz so special and it makes other uh drow who want to defat uh you know leave loth's influence even more important like there's a whole uh god now a lot of people want to uh because there are other uh, other gods and of drow culture one of them in particular illustrinae she has huge influence on trying to break away from loth trying to be good and actually like have drow societies on the surface and to help like like help them separate from like Loth's influence and being evil. Yeah, I, I think I think the crux of the thing, right, is to not paint them as uh like black and white villains, but to show that yeah. like they come from a incredibly corrupt society that brainwashes their children to be evil. Well, yeah, who like therefore they brainwash their children to be evil. Like, yeah, as long they, as you treat them, you show that drow who are born outside of that civilization or outside of the city, really. Right. Because, right. like, presumably there are drow who are born in the Underdark who are not raised in Menzo Branzin or like the Lolf uh, affiliated affiliated cities who are just like normal people. Well, that's the thing. There are some in Menzo Branzin who are like that and they don't want anything uh, yeah. to do with Lolf, but they I, live in the society and have to work to break away. I think Otherwise, the, they will get fucking murdered. <laughs> The, the 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 way to go about if I were to make them like the main focus villain kind of thing, I think the important thing about the way to go about it would be not that the drow are the villain, but like a specific faction or tribe or whatever clan. I guess mm -hmm. I guess they do clans. A specific house, yeah. How yeah, whatever. I would make it a specific house 
is the primary mm-hmm. villain and not that all drow are the primary villain because that's where it starts to get ugly, right? It, exactly. Again, and that, that's not actually to, what I ended up doing, um, yeah, which I'll, to, I'll get into, but because it was a specific house fucking with the players it's, the entire it's, time. Yeah, it's but the my players of, uh, at first just generalized, be like, it must be all drow. And then when they got into the city and realized, oh no, it's just one specific house. All right, let's fuck up everything of that house in particular. <laughs> It's the, uh, it's the, you know, it's the thing where again, not to beat the dead horse, but, uh, you know, the Nazis were bad. That doesn't mean all of the German people were also bad, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's, yeah. that's part of the, gotta get the, gotta get the, uh, the nuance in there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. Word there. yeah. And like, um, and I'll, I'll mention in a little bit too, but like when I actually get into it, like they had a contact from the underdog who was another drow, who was a drow like information broker and his whole thing was like like i'm just trying to save up so i can get the fuck out of here and never come back he's like unfortunately he's like the surface world's not too particularly happy with you know my folk but also uh it sucks down here so i'd rather just deal with being persecuted on the surface world than uh living under this nonsense yeah so if the, the players could like help you know maybe throw some chaos in uh webtropolis men's of brands and then you know more power to them people also have a habit of like dehumanizing the drow a lot and making them sort of weird like pseudo demons or something like that which is very much not what they are no no as much as they play into demon culture and like they aren't like all that stuff yeah they aren't like in they aren't um they're like literal beings of evil well lolf is no they're not alien minds they're not like yeah. yeah like lolf is a demon so yes, yeah. there, there is something to she's say about a that. god and a demon it's crazy uh like, so is um there's a bunch of them yeah well tiamat is is technically a, a devil a god and a, a fiend devil. yeah yeah uh, uh fucking grazit is a devil and a demon at the same time yeah um, well he was a he was a, a devil that boy. became a demon he is later. also yeah. a fuck boy god. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah well so i i don't know the, this might not be the episode to talk about this, but I think I I don't necessarily think that you always need nuance in stories when you're coming up with a bad guy. Um, I think there just needs to be a very set and clear understanding that uh, there needs to be a set and clear understanding that like although the like the bad like if you want orcs to be bad guys, right? Mm. Let them be bad guys. That's fine. You want all orcs to be like weird creations of like an evil deity, and they're like not. They're like you know they're they're the orcs from from Tolkien, right? Where they're like corrupted evil elves that like right. were you know they, they took the corpses of elves and corrupted them. Mm. That's fine. You just you know you have to understand at the table. You have to talk about like this is not uh, setting a standard towards any one people. This is not uh, uh, discriminatory derogatory towards one people mm. or any anachronistic people in the real world this is just the yeah. thing that i am doing in this thing you know like there has to be understanding at the table and uh <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing that matters i like I, anyone else's opinions about the matter is fucking irrelevant because they're not at the table and they don't understand what's going on at the table so fuck them but yeah well it's not, it doesn't even necessarily have to be um not whether it's like anachronistic to an actual people in real life or not I don't even think uh, it's not even so much about that, but it's just like a kind of thing where you even like in a weird way. I think you should even treat the fake fantasy people with a certain respect just because it's a good 
like mentality about like it's a good way to think about it you know what i mean so even uh, even disregarding whether it relates back to real life or not you should still sort of like i feel like you should pretend like it does and that's why i think you if you're gonna do drow you should have some like a little bit of nuance to it because they're such a nuanced uh like peoples and also they're just a really big part of DD and like history wise too <laughs> they are i i struggle with the if you want to do this you need to do like i i that's well, a I weird absolute have, like, statement and i don't or I remember with the, remember the villain episode that, like the yeah, first one yeah. me and isaiah did like and then the one after with you and was sam in that one too or no no i, I think yeah one. i think it was just the three of us but like yeah so you know like it is more it, it seems like more people and like with us it is more fun to run just the you know the jack horner the stereotypical bad villain and literally in law uh what's the uh lost minds of fandover the main bad guy is just a drow mage dude who just wanted the, the mines for himself and that's it he is a mustache twirling villain that is it this is the, the simplest this is like thing this is totally not relevant but i just want to mention literally <laughs> everyone on the planet says lost minds of fandelver but there's no s oh. and i think that's really funny <laughs> Oh, oh well, yeah. I, I've it's seen lost a lot mind of Fandelver. Oh, yeah. It's one mind. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I've seen people type lost minds, like M I N D S. Oh, and I like wriggle in pain Mind. whenever I read it. <laughs> that's like, a, you're, yeah, you're just going oh. to a psychiatric ward. That's that's uh, Fandelver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's way off. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very funny. It's, it's just, like when people say for all, uh, what is it? For all, intense, for all intent, intensive yeah. purposes. Yeah, say. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. For all As intensive purposes. It's like, intense it's and purposes. It's not it, yeah. bud. Yeah. It ain't it. No. Uh, Absolutely yeah. not. Um, yeah, I guess just to get a little quick recap of just the group. My party at the moment just hit level 15. We still got the uh, the Warlock Fighter combo, the Hexblade. We have the Shadow Monk Rogue combo. We have Krug, who's just the fucking Totem Barbarian. Uh, after this, the last events of what happened, uh, our players were able to switch out the Warforged sor- Sorcerer for the Paladin who got yeeted in the Astral Sea to another dimension. They were like, we're high enough level now, we can get him back. <laughs> So he switched and we have a gunsmith fighter elf guy and also now the lizard folk fighter spore druid. Fighter spore druid. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a weird combo. It was melee because spore druid could be a really cool melee druid. So you know, he just wanted to hit shit with like mushroom hammers and stuff. Mushroom hammers. Yeah. (laughs) Did he make a mushroom hammer? Uh, yes. And, uh, and so the question is, therefore, is it a it is a mushroom that is a hammer or it is a hammer in the shape of a mushroom? Yes. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yes to which one, Matt? Yes. Did you not establish which one? No, I, <laughs> I don't rock and remember. I hate that you didn't ask. <laughs> that would have been my first question. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Why? It's <laughs> important. Oh fuck! Yeah. So, uh, specifically too, I'll mention because, like, like I said, also I did pick a specific drow house 
uh, mostly in Webtropolis, Menzo Brands, and whatever. I'll just keep calling what I called in our homebrew game. Uh, Drow society is broken up into different houses. Each house own, uh, ha is uh, specialized in a specific thing like mining, uh, negotiations, magic, whatever. Um, the house that I ended up picking, Fate Branchy, their main thing was skilled at forging like alliances. And this is actual like D&D lore. Nerd you know, shit. Stuff, nerd stuff. Yeah. I picked them specifically because in the background and what the players end up finding out later is that the, you know, the Invincible Overlord, he's been getting a readily supply of adamantine or adamantine. How do you pronounce it? Uh, I can't, I, who I, the fuck cares? But. <laughs> but he's been getting a readily supply and the players haven't been able to figure out like why the fuck, you know, where is this guy getting it? This drow house has been, they ended up taking over a mine in the Underdark and have been supplying it with him. The Invincible Overlord is working with the Dragon Cult, so they're helping. And so then you have this three trifecta of like, okay, the Dragon Cult is helping secure these mines. The, the, the Animantine from the mines are going to the Overlord. The Overlord is helping the drow house with supplies and gold and basically making, helping them rise to power in drow society which my players at the end were like this is fucking like, like everyone's plotting against us they hate this <laughs> uh did it was you, just like did cool you... like little background stuff that was like happening and then they find out you know eventually did, did your players or uh, wait a minute <laughs> what invincible overlord man is trying to get the drow on his team right yeah. did he not consider the fact they can't go uh, uh you know above ground yeah. Oh, don't worry. There's a contingency. It's fine. He's he didn't, gonna, he's gonna basically, out the he sun? didn't care that he was basically he was helping them like with gold, soldiers, supplies, basically making it the, that they can rise to greater ranks in the drow society, take out their enemies. He would help sending like wizards every once in a while to like take out other like members of other houses and stuff because a but lot of drow they, how, they love sending assassins at each other's houses no, and no, killing no, i people. get all that but how is how are how are the drow gonna help the invincible overlord if they can't get out of the ground oh because they were teleporting adamantine to him all right, I guess. Yeah, you don't need yeah, magic, Josh. Sounds it's like, fine. I, yeah, I, really I hate. I hate it when you can look at someone and go magic. It's I, fucking it's so simple. I don't understand why you guys get confused by this. I, it's, it's, not, it's confused. not a confusion. That mean I don't have to not hate it. It's, a, it's a not a confusion. It's a dislike. Uh, but also, <sighs> I feel like that's a real un, uneven uh, relationship. There, he's getting some nice shiny rocks, and they're getting unlimited power but all right sure <laughs> well not unlimited power like they're, they're right, basically like like the, the basically the other deal you know the deal was like they can he's gonna help them rise up so they become the most powerful house in the other dark and then basically he's busy ruling the surface so he's like technically in his mind it's like well i'm technically ruling both because i helped put these guys to the top so he's like i technically ruled both the, the surface world and the underdark and then the drow would probably try eventually betray oh, him, but so it's more yeah. about him making his peepee -pee bigger. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Should have started with that. The, yeah, that's why I made this bad guy. That was like his main. The shtick was having big peepee. -pee. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, um, and then the the third play in this was the drow, the the dragon cult that now are like a predominant figure going against the players. 
And I actually, because I read this in the Menzo Branson book and a couple other edition book, there is there's a faction. Oh, I'm gonna butcher the name. They're called Jerez Chultzen. You want, you want to give me that in text format? Yeah, yeah. Jerez Chultzen. Jerez Chultzen. Yeah, they are they are a group of Drow and Shatter Kai oh. that work together. And they basically want to free the drow people of Loth's influence. However, they are, these are the group of, and I mentioned this in a previous episode, they are a group of dragon-blooded sorcerer assassins. But not just any kind of dragon blood. These guys are shadow dragon-blooded sorcerer assassin drow. Sh- uh-huh. Shadow, it is fucking some sort of crazy nonsense. Super, yeah. Okay. And so when I saw these guys, I'm like, ah, genius. I could just use these guys as the Drow Dragon Cult faction in the Underdark. That's so fun back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all this getting into when the Drow originally attacked. Uh, basically attacked the surface world. The Drow Shadow Blade, the uh, the, the Shredder looking dude. Uh huh. He because he was working with this Drow house, uh, which I'm gonna just say right now, uh, the house I ended up choosing. They're called House Faye Branchy. I'm gonna post that so you guys can read that. God, as I well. love Drow language. Yeah, I know, right? Faye Branchy. Yeah, I, that's spelled exactly how it sounds. Yeah, yep. I I'm I don't know if I'm happy or really <laughs> mad about that. <laughs> so in 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 normal D and D lore, they're only like the eighth most powerful house out of the ten houses. I decided because I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm gonna homebrew this shit because of the influence of the Overlord, because of the help of the Dragon Call, because of all this Animantine mine. Uh, they're right now rising up to about the second or third level, and so they're starting to become a really big threat. These dragon cultists, these shadow-blooded dragon sorcerer assassins, this whole underground Every time cult you say it, I have to, like, think about it. Yeah, It's a yeah. lot. So, the dragon cult, because uh, it turns out that, and I was like, oh, this would be cool if the, sh- the drow shadow blade was a member that's how he was getting his shadow powers. And now I'm like, ooh, now I can actually like homebrew and buff the shit out of him to being like a big bad boss or something later on that the player's gonna fight. Also, he has one of the MacGuffin Teeth of the Dragon items that my players desperately need. Save the world. So they're like, ah, fuck. All right, cool. Yeah, I got that nonsense out of the way. <laughs> uh-huh. Now that the, the preamble is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Last time, you know, Dragon Ball Z players were in the swamp. They got the one black tooth, the dragon. Now they have three out of five. They got the white one at the beginning of the campaign. Uh, they got the black one this session. Oh, no, they got the green one from the Thieves Guild. And now they have the black one from the Swampland. Now they're like, OK, Matt, it's been a year. Time to go to the Underdark, finally. OK, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep bringing up the dragon teeth. I yeah. got to ask the question. Least favorite dragon of the chromatics. Of the chromatics? Um based on what metric? Uh the elements, their design. I, do you like them or not? Uh, 
whatever metric you want, really. <laughs> I think maybe I, don't know, I think maybe the white dragon just because they're more they're just more animalistic than dragon. And so I'm kind of like, eh, I like because like each each of the chromatic dragons has a specific thing. White dragons are they are the most animalistic. They're more like hunters. Whereas the other dragons are just they're they're more cool. They're cool. They're cooler. I don't know. In my book. <laughs> compared to there yeah like you know the black dragons are like really evil and they like to de delve into dark magic and they're fucking their their face is a skull like the acid melted their face they're fucking metal as shit i have a much easier time picking a favorite than a least favorite right for me it's uh, definitely green dragons oh really i i just they're so eh for me is it just because like, like their whole thing is lying and deceiving and infiltrating? No, it's because their thing is poison, and I'm like, oh, you're such oh, a poison, loser. Yeah, oh. Look at you, fucking loser. The one condition and damage type that everything's immune to, you little loser. That's what you are. You're a loser, green dragon. Yeah, I'm like, but I like the <laughs> idea of the nature dragon. Like the, to the, me, the tree focus, like the druid dragon. I because that's their I, vibe. I know, I know it is. That's what their layers and shit are. Yeah, but like. Eh, they're also green. Like, <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what does that being green have to do with anything? Uh, so, <laughs> to quote, uh, if, if the Emperor had a TTS, a TTS device, when the, the head custodian is like, now I can't prove this. Maybe it's the, the blue, the, the, the blue space greens are better than the salamanders, because usually blue is just a better color than green. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, that's kind of <laughs> how I feel. And then the emperor goes, that's stupid. The, the fact that gold exists means every other color is equally inferior. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I would probably say blue is my least favorite. What? I don't know. They're just nerds. Is it the big ears? <laughs> no, but, you know, that's a fair. But they're the paladin <laughs> dragons. Yeah, they also have unicorn horns. In what way are the paladin dragons? They're the most honorable and they don't lie or deceive. They're like super. Un they, the, the, yeah, I but they're supposed they're to be evil. Evil. Yeah but, can, yeah, but you can have an evil paladin. Wait, I don't think that. Look at Danny Manganiello. I'm not so sure that's but even the case. I don't know that much. Red. What? Archon's yeah. Archon's red. Yeah. Red dragon is the coolest dragon. That's all that matters. See, for me, it's actually the blue dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I like the black dragon. The I and I like white dragon because I like the idea of just big, angry, stupid bear in dragon form. I do like I do like uh, the dragon equivalent of Napoleon syndrome. Yeah, because <laughs> they are the smallest of the of, of any of the, the chromatics. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they're the most ferocious. So mm -hmm. I just like the idea of the dragon equivalent of a fucking chihuahua. You know who the real nerds are, though? Mm. Copper. Damn, that's rude. Well, <laughs> aren't, there, aren't they the fucking, like, the, the, the stand-up comedy dragons? No, I think that's the bronze. Uh, the bronze? I, think. I know that there's one that will, like, hold you hostage and tell you jokes for the rest of your Pretty natural sure life. sure that's the bronze dragons. Very funny. <laughs> I'll give you... A, green is probably my least favorite based on the art, though. I'll give you that one. Hmm. No, actually, white is my least favorite based on the art. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Also, the white I'm looking one. Looking at my, my Tiamat Funko Pop right now. The white one, <laughs> the white dragon kind of looks like he's trotting in his art. Like he's doing a little trot, I'm trotting, I'm trotting, I'm trotting. Mm. Like trot, a little horse. Trotting trot place. He's fucking donkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But also, all the gem dragon boards have the coolest art now, so like, eh. Yeah, you know, that's uh, fair. Except for Crystal. Crystal's a weird one. I don't know. I'm not yeah, a there. fan of, like, the gem dragon art. It looks what? too messy to me. What about the, the amethyst so. dragon looks sick. No, they, 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 so they look sick, but, like, compared to, like, the monster manual art, they just seem so fucking messy. Like, I, it's like, I like some messy art or like the scratchy line for like, you know, the DBZ movie and stuff. But that's just like too messy for I'm me. Looking I don't know. Right now, they don't look messy at all. What are you talking about? Well, I, I so they, they do look. Um, I see what he's saying. They look like they were drawn in a sketchbook. No, they like don't to me. To, to, I don't know. To me, it looks like a. It looks like something that Volo would draw in his journal when he saw one of the dragons. You're you know going to I mean? tell me that looks like a sketchbook drawing. Okay, not that. That's a sapphire or an emerald dragon. Well, emerald. I'm, so sorry, I'm thinking of this one ones. in particular. Like, this one looks like it was drawn in a sketchbook. That's yeah, not the their. That's not their. That's not their key that's art. Watch That's no. That's yeah. No, I mean, look at the the amethyst oh, dragon not? art. No, no, that's not. That's like the uh, what do you call it? The concept yep. art. Yeah, that's not the. That's not the key art. My bad. My bad. No, you're good. I this mean, but that's what I'm saying. The key art looks messy. Like this is oh, this is so the amethyst I, dragon key art right here. Ah, uh, Josh, you're gonna hate me. Why? I have to say that I dislike the amethyst dragon because it looks <laughs> like Yveltal, and I hate Yveltal. I, I, I actually like it. I, I kind of like him. He's got the Godzilla wings vibe, and I love his little claw, like the giant claw tail. But I, I just, <laughs> I still am not a fan of like the messy art. I don't know. It's not messy. What? I don't. That is not messy art. I don't know what you're talking about. It looks unfinished. No, it doesn't. I, I, okay, I, I wouldn't say it looks unfinished. It, I would all. say it, it looks really loose and like um, maybe I, that's it. Yeah, it looks. It doesn't even. I wouldn't even really say it's that loose. That's a that's a pretty rendered drawing. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I. I don't know, Matt. I think your eyeballs aren't working right. Also. Mm. Also, I don't know how you could say anything about the the, the gem dragon boards when this this bad boy exists. Come on. Do we look yeah, the line sexy, came though? out way before the book, before first so, came out. So I had I had a thought about Sapphire. So like they, if you look at the model, right, their wings yeah. are like see through. Does that mean that they are literally made of like they don't have like gemstone scales? They are transparent. They're like they're made of rock, right? I guess. What happens if they get itchy? Can they get itchy? How do you scratch yourself because your claws would be as hard as your skin? So you couldn't actually scratch anything. You would just fucking rub against it weirdly, like scratching a record. This is the things I think about. <laughs> How do you scratch your ass as a sapphire dragon? Wizards, tell me, please. I need to know. You polymorph I, into a I don't, creature. If you're made thing. of rock, I don't think you would get itchy. I, I, maybe because they're like they're, they have to eat right they go through metabolic process so i assume that they have to shed their their scales or whatever the fuck at some point so they probably have to get itchy on some level at some level i don't i'm not so sure about that but okay anyways yes yeah, let, let me be neurotic okay <laughs> <laughs> let me be a neurotic weirdo also, uh, the, the I'm just gonna put, put this out there. Uh, as much as I love the the Sapphire Dragon from Five E, the Matt Colville Sapphire Dragon fucking blows oh, the, it out the, the water. Alien I gem love dragons, that thing. yeah, they look yeah, fucking I think awesome. It's so fucking My problem cool. is they don't look like dragons. The MC they look like ones. aliens. Yeah, but yeah, they look. I'm like kind of okay monsters. with that, but they're dragons. I want dragon, Durgan. Well, I, I, you know, I, I like the 
uh, I'm sort of taking the how to train your dragon approach to the dragon where it's like oh, they don't yeah. all look like that one looks like the red death from how to train your dragon and I fucking love that thing mm. those movies are god tier they're they cool disagrees, I still I haven't seen the third one they're cool know. but I don't like that they don't look like dragons I want dragons I mean some of them I want my dragons, do, want just... dragons I want to see this thing take on the Tarask. I want like an animation of it that'd be so I, fucking cool I love you just like it because it looks like a kaiju it does look like that's why the blue dragon's my favorite, because it has a Godzilla beat. <laughs> what a surprise. I can I can uh, fucking if I run it for my party, I can have the soundboard sound effect of, of legendary oh, yeah. Godzilla's like <laughs> and just fucking delete a player. <laughs> what a surprise. I say I like oh, it because yeah. Godzilla. Look, I is that not why we all like big lizards? Because on some level we really are all just kaiju fans. Um, no, I don't know where I got into dragons, but it was not because of Godzilla. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that if you like dragons, you have to be a kaiju fan on some level. I think as a kid, I remember uh, being like, Kaiba's cool. And then Kaiba, blue dragons are cool. And it's like, yeah, Kaiba, blue dragons are cool. And then they just developed into dragons are cool. I don't know if I... I, <laughs> I, I, say, I think you're just trying to find a way to make everyone a kaiju fan against their will. Look, this is the everyone's a little gay thing. Just let it happen. It's okay. Don't fight. Matt, go back to talking about the weird dark elves. Yeah, so drow. <laughs> so uh, one other thing, because it was a it was a it was a web comic that someone made, or someone made a joke on like the D and D subreddit that all drow have Australian accents because they come from a land down from under. The down under. <laughs> yep. So uh, so yeah, every drow I had, no. had a terrible Australian accent. <laughs> He's told and us it was, that before, is it? I know, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> it's like, oh, good day, governor. Oh, yeah, Loth is great. Love it. A lot of spiders. A lot of spiders here. Spiders. Spiders. Raise Loth to a sacrifice. I want you and to dig know that. my baby. It's, it's probably, like really bad. It's terrible. Prob <laughs> it's probably Every not going to happen. But if I ever make a drow PC as a player, they will be Australian. Don't you worry, bud. Yeah. I, I think we all will now. I, if that's the one thing that this podcast does, in totality, it's for everyone <laughs> to realize the drought so should be Australian. Australian. <laughs> yep. oh. If we can accomplish that one goal, now I'm just we've imagining a game where everyone plays drought and we're all doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the, the Menzo Berens and City oh. of Intrigue. But oh, I, I will say that fourth edition book. Bible, mate. <laughs> Dude, the, the four, the, that book, it's specifically like that book is made for you to run oh, a drought only evil campaign. Oh, Jesus. That's what it, it was originally intended fun. to be. Oh, God. Yeah, it's you, crazy. You ever thought about why they called the Outback the Outback? Yeah, there's no answer. It's just because it's Outback. It's Outback. <laughs> that's it. That's the, only, that's, that's the answer. Because it's Outback. Oh, fuck. Yeah, what's out there? Oh, not much. Just out there, back. Just out back. Yeah. Wait, what's out the back, desert? No, just out back. <laughs> it's out back. Behind the, it's, behind, it's behind my house. It's out back, you know? Yeah, uh, party. Yeah, they they meet their their drow informant guy, brings him down into the city, and thank God, at Five uh, E out of the Abyss Adventure, actually had a usable, workable map of Menzo Berenzen I can use, and like blocked off the districts and shit, and had some encounters because uh, I use that a lot as well. Had a lot of good info. Uh, but as soon as my players got into the city, like I showed them the map, I showed them where they were. Each section of the city is divided into different areas. And my players are like, all right, so now that we're here, we're going to go. We're going to go on a reconnaissance mission. Which the drowned PC was like, 
No, don't. No. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, they just, went. No. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then they fought, like half the party just fucking disappeared, flew off or walked off. And he's like, oh, no, dude. Fucking dead. <laughs> oh god. Fucking dead. <laughs> fucking dead, mate. Uh, and, and please, how long did you do the Spencer Branson thing? So originally, originally, this was only supposed to be for like maybe f- like two months or uh-huh. like a month. I originally uh-huh. thought of it uh-huh. and then I was like, ah, I could branch it off to two months. This took six actual months yeah. in human time. And, you, and your Australian accent didn't get any better? <laughs> no, it did not get any better. What's so fucking ever? In fact, I think Matt was doing research or something on how to do an Australian yes. accent. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was watching a lot of Steve Irwin and. Look at the size of that mate. I might be an animal. I watched pretty much nothing but Irish media for like three months when I had a character who had an Irish accent. And um, I just, yeah. And look, my Irish accent isn't great, but like, uh, no, I, at is, least I was like, I need to know. That is absolutely oh, yeah. unhinged behavior. Mm. Oh, but yeah, they wanted to explore the city a bit and they wanted to like peek around. So, you know, they, half the party went off, were spying uh, the fucking the gunsmith because we ended up homebrewing. He's like, he wanted to build a, a silencer. Or his gun. I'm like, all right, how the fuck is a silencer going to work in 5e? And so he just ran and was like, all right, man, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to snipe some drow from this house that we're fucking around with. So he uh. went to their, 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 like, he uh, eventually found their mansion, like, compound and was just picking off random, like, people because, like, the drow, like, um, I don't remember if it was from, I think it was the city of intrigue. You can roll to see, like, what kind of like bodyguards and slaves and fucking shit they have. So these guys, because they were getting more in power, they had a lot more security, which uh, were like a bunch of different like ogres and other drow and shit. And so he was just sitting like on a building across like the other (laughs) side, like think of it like fucking like New York City. He was in, he was on the opposite he, of the building watching a, a skyscraper. <laughs> oh yeah, 100% just being a terrorist, just sniping them. Uh, okay. And the drow, after like five minutes, realized, hey, someone's picking them up, picking us off over there. And so he's like, all right, Matt, I'm out of here. Just okay. still. When I, so when I said you don't need to have complicated <laughs> villains and you can just kill drow sometimes, this is not what <laughs> this I is, meant. Yeah. This is yeah. categorically <laughs> not what I meant. If you do this, you're a he, crazy person. I think he, wanted, he just wanted to try out his silence. <laughs> to be yeah, that's fucking. That's what you call being evil. Yes. No, yeah. that's, yes. Also, I, yeah. I, I would yeah. like to point out that um, yeah. you know uh, I, I feel like this is a point where you hit your player with the uh, um, actually silencers don't make it silent, so uh, they're coming for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I don't remember. It's called I gotta, suppressor because it doesn't actually silence the bullet. It just I wish I to found. Yeah, yeah, I should have found the notes for the silencer because I forgot what we homebrewed it, doing like adding stealth to him or something. Like it's been so long. And In I don't actuality, I just, it would do very little. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think the like the easiest way to do it mechanically is just to say that you don't lose cover. Or you don't lose the the hidden tag when you right. fire. Like if you miss, right. Yeah. Obviously, if you hit somebody from behind, they're like, wait, although they were behind. You. But if you, you know, mm-hmm. you don't lose uh, the fact that you're hidden if you miss. That'd be the easiest way to do it. 
Yeah. Another player went into this drow, like kind of bizarre area and was trying to just find information, buy out a bunch of different info, like other information brokers as well. Trying to be like, listen, if you hear anything, get me up here. If you hear anything, let me up. Uh, Joe ran to a beholder who was just walking down the street. No, just just yeah. Right down the road. <laughs> yeah. That's the I other thing know. in Menzo Branson, like actually like 5e stuff. Uh, there are a fuck ton of other horrifying creatures living in the city. Like beholders and mind flayers. How do they live there and not kill everything? Because factions. Because if they cross a line, then the then you know the fact other factions will get involved and try and wipe them out. Look, okay, so I I understand. Yeah. Beholders don't like themselves. No. True. So yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine a beholder. They are tolerated not <laughs> to a high liking- degree. <laughs> Like, like, and you can't even make the like, oh, well, they're like a senti- like they're like from the outer planes. Like they, they do not count in terms of like yeah. being a diverse race of species of people. They're, they're literally like fifth dimensional aliens who dream up reality. They are literally yep. aliens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I like <laughs> beholders don't trust themselves nope. to dream because if they dream up another beholder, they'll literally look in a mirror and go, you betrayed me. It's like. <laughs> I'm you, you dipshit, and they're still having the conversation with themselves, right? Like, <laughs> so the fact I can't, I can't imagine a beholder going down the street and being like, "Hey, Bob. Oh, hey, Joe. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob. How you doing? How's things?" Uh, but eventually, the party, as they're exploring the city, the NPC managed to wrangle them up and be like, "All right, you gotta stop this nonsense." And basically, one of the things I, I was trying to do was because showing off in one of the other, again, this is other things, a lot of shit I learned from the drow book. Uh, when drow get to a higher status, they like to throw what is called a drow house party, which giant mansion party, raves, drugs, debauchery, all wild nonsense happens. And it's to show status. It's like the highest degree that drow can show status and that they are superior to the other factions and houses of the city. So the group, uh, the, the players through the NPC found out that the House Fae Branchy, the one that they're after, the one that they want to go after is about to host a drow house party. And that the only way to is get it really into just the called part- a house party. Yeah, That's yeah. It. it's literally a drow house party I, because of the houses, the factions. I, like, I get it. I just I hate that it's just called a house party. Like that just sounds goofy. Like, hey, guys, we're having a house party. Like, what? oh, yeah. Aren't you oh, evil? Yeah. And half the party wanted to just be like, oh, well, we could just all try and sneak in to which the NPC was like, no, no, it'll be a lot easier if we get at least some of you guys who can't stealth in with an invitation. And so the player's like, ah, fetch quest. God damn you. <laughs> and this is when I was like, all right, I'm going to make two like kind of like uh, descent to Avernus. I made two different paths, two different adventures that they can go on and depending like which one they want to do. That will lead them into getting an invitation and then getting to the dry house party. And so the players met with one, one of the quest givers who was a drow inquisitor of a completely different house. Mm-hmm. And the inquisitors, their whole thing is they, they are the drow who basically are the ones that keep kind of law and order within the city of people that try and backstab each other for power constantly. They're the ones who can suss out liars. They're the ones who shut down other more chaotic drow. And because my players either rolled, I don't remember if they rolled really bad during the meeting 
Uh, she was able to suss out that they also surface dwellers are not normally welcomed in the Underdark. So all my players were like disguised and trying to hide themselves as, as other drow or other, you know, creatures. You're living telling in... me the edgy dark elves who praise a dark spider god don't like foreigners? No, they really That's don't like ridiculous. foreigners. <laughs> also, so, I love. I just I thought about this. This, this again. This is Isaiah's neurotic thoughts while you, while you tell this story. Yeah. Um, I just love the idea of, of Menzo Branson having a permanent zone of truth put on it at all times. <laughs> so there's no lying. Yeah. Like obviously, like the damage that does is like, honey, does this dress make my ass look fat? Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you still love me? No. God. God oh, damn, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, the Inquisitor was able to basically suss out very easily that you're not you're not from here, are you? You guys are surface dwellers. All right. All right. All right. All right. So yeah, you're gonna do my job. Otherwise, I'll have you all killed. Sick. See you later. And she left. And my players are like, well, I, I guess we're doing this mission. And then the players basically were arguing, trying to decide, like, well, we don't have to do the mission. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> and What's then the arguing. worst that could happen? They're like, wait, well, like, you know, we are in the city. And she seemed not threatened of us. And we're level 15, guys. We're pretty powerful. Oh no. And she thought we were weak. Oh, that has the same energy as we'll be fine, guys. And then I died to a house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, guys. We're gods. Why would you even tempt that <laughs> shit? Why would you say that? <laughs> I am a golden god. Oh. And so the, the NPC contact who was with them was like, all right, well, let's at least go talk to the other quest giver who happened to be in this giant drow bazaar that I wanted to show off and like have the players like, ooh, search around. They can, you know, buy cool magic items and shit that they normally can't get access to. Uh, meet cool NPCs. Uh, one of the things that they ended up buying, which I, I found actually, this is from Eberron. It's a magic, uh, it's a drug, it's eye drops that when you put them in your eyes, you basically get like kaleidoscope vision, but you have wild magic for the next hour. And basically every 10 minutes, you have to roll on the wild magic table. Oh, so just no matter my players, what, you just have to roll on it? Yeah, you just have to roll on it. Yeah. Oh, fucking Lamau. I love yeah, that. Every That's 10 awesome. minutes. So one of my after my players heard this, only one of them was like, fuck yeah, bro, let's try it. <laughs> it was fucking dumping <laughs> half the fucking bottles into their eyes. Uh, they bought some uh, some spell gems, some other kind of like rare magic items. And then the other thing they wanted to do is they saw, because again, Drow, Undercity, lots of slave trading. They saw these two slaves and they're like, all right, let's see if maybe we can try and be good guys and try and free them. During this, the the eye drop drug, because one of the things on the wild magic table is you just summon a unicorn. Uh, uh, oh, so no. while in negotiate, like like a, a bit before they started talking to the, the, you know, the slave lord, like they just had this unicorn falling around for a few minutes. <laughs> and so the one of the players is like, yo, do you care if I just sell this unicorn to free these two slaves? And the, the <laughs> you know, the drugged out player was like, no, man, go for it. I'll just make another one probably in a couple minutes. I still got half this bottle, this eye drop shit. I'll just make another one. <laughs> so they trade the unicorn. They freed the two slaves and around like literally as they basically the, the exchange was done, they turn around to leave. Uh, the player's like, oh, wait, Matt, I think I think the drug's going to wear off now. What? Um, the unicorn disappears, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like, well, now that you say 
<laughs> so this drow slave lord is just like fucking, you know, like, you know, doing the, the Mr. Mr. Burns like finger tap, like, excellent. Yes, I'm going to make such powerful magic items out of this unicorn horn. And they're just <laughs> exploding the dust. <laughs> Turns around, looks at players. Players are like, oh, shit. And right before the police, the, the drow police showed up, uh, Paladin, he, because he's a paladin, he's like, oh, Wait, Matt, you know what I'll do as a big distraction? I'm going to cast Daylight. Oh, my God. You know, the God. thing Drow really fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to flashbang. I'm just going to commit another act of terrorism. I'm going to flashbang oh, yeah, these people all they whose did. eyeballs don't, you know, can't handle yeah. it. It's fine. Um, And then basically throughout the rest of the time they were in the Underdark, they were being searched for as someone summoned the sun in the Underdark. How could they do such blasphemy? <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. and all uh -huh. the newspapers mm -hmm. and shit. And so my players were like, "God damn it, Paladin!" <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah as, as they probably should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so after a bit of chasing, uh, fighting some shadow assassins, which I accidentally almost killed a player with. Nice. This is when I was like, "It's a medium encounter. It's fine." The uh, shadow assassins—they're the ones that like suck your, you know, your sh like normal shadows. They uh -huh. suck your strength score, and if your strength hits zero, you you die. So imagine a higher CR level of those guys nice. with an entire party except for two people that dumped strength. <laughs> yes, I know. Sounds Fantastic. like sounds like a them problem, to be honest. Yeah. But afterwards, they finally get to the second quest giver's place, which was this rinky dink magic shop all the way in the dark side of the bazaar. My players are like, all right, good vibes, good vibes so far. This is going to be great. Um, immediately as they enter, entire magic shop run by zombies. And they're like, okay, great, oh. great start uh, again. All right. Uh, let's see where this plays out. Zombies understand economy mm -hmm. and business. Yes. Ow. And then walking down uh, a nearby staircase, like basically right in front of the players, was an Illithid Lich. Which is basically a mind fairy lich. Oh. Now, what was supposed to happen, mm -hmm. as this happens many a times, was it was supposed to be a, just gonna scare the players because it's oh shit, it's a mind flare and a lich. But he was gonna have he was gonna talk to them, offer them a really good job, maybe get not only invitations to this house party, but also maybe get some sweet magic item from this fucking magic item shop that he's running. Uh -huh. Like many things that I planned, that is not what happened. They tried to kill him? Uh, no, they did. Uh, Paladin, oh. seeing this undead mind flare lich, without even regarding any of the other players, immediately attacked it. Of course he did. Right. Yep. This was the player that got kicked out eventually, right? Yes, and this was the thing that got him kicked out. Mm, I so see. So now over the, over the last month or so, Paladin was causing a lot of problems out of game for a couple of players, both uh, economically and... Uh, economically? Yeah, like they ended up getting kicked out of their apartment because of him. He was doing... Uh. Yeah, he was doing um, some drugs. He was in and out of sessions a lot really also bad mouthing the players in my friend group and eventually doing a lot of these moments of like i'm just going to do a thing regardless of what the party wants like taking a lot of agency out of the players and making decisions for the group without consulting the whole group okay 
And so eventually the players, it caused a lot of infighting with him. Like he would just start at like verbally attacking people in the middle of the game and I'd, we'd have to shut it down. Being like, bro, what are you talking about? Stop. And so after the Ilth Lich, and then him arguing and being like, it was best, y'all, he's an Ilth Lich, we shouldn't have to fucking deal with him. You guys are just being dumbasses. What are you talking about? Arguing with the party on top of all the outside stuff happening. All my players and basically every, you know, we had a meeting and eventually we had to kick him out because he was causing way too many issues. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Like the party had enough of him. I had enough of him. Like he was literally like hurting my friends. Like it's eventually originally he was a cool guy. Fun dude. How did but he then go down somewhere down so the line? Fast. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I know this is like, <clears throat> go on, go on. I was just going to say what occurred that it turned so quickly. Uh, I'm assuming drug, the drugs mm. for starters. <laughs> mm. guys. Yeah. I, so this might be wildly inappropriate. Um, mm. How did they get someone evicted? Um, it was, he wasn't because he was spending money on drugs. The wasn't paying the rent and then eventually just left uh, without saying anything. And it. so when my friends were like, hey, man, uh, you haven't been here in like a month and you owe us rent the last like two months. Where are you? And then him basically not responding, only showing up for Thursday every other maybe every other two weeks. Oh, yeah, it was. Ah. Yeah, it was a big fucking mess. Gotcha. Um, God damn. After he got kicked out, uh, then the players yeah. had to deal with the Mind Flare Lich. <laughs> yeah. And so they fought him in his magic shop uh, with all of his zombies. Uh, it was actually a pretty good fight because the fucking guy was able to, again, all my players dumped intelligence, uh, Mind Flare big brain attack, stunned half of the players. Unfortunately, I also ended up stunning a fuck ton of his zombie minions. So... It was basically just the, the lich fighting the players one v one v four. Honestly, I, I would because they're zombies, right? I would have just ruled it. Yeah. They don't. They're not affected. They don't really like. Although I guess you said they were more sentient than normal. So fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I probably could have, but also I was like, yeah, you know, they're in the blast zone. It's fine. Whatever. Fair <laughs> Fucking. Uh, but eventually they ended up killing him, destroying him, and then they looted the shit out of his magic shop. Uh, as you they do. ended up. Hmm? Said as you do. Uh, they got a Dwarven Thrower that basically worked with any race. Uh, nice. One of the players found a jar of the living like Venom armor from also Eberron. Nice. Uh, I'm forgetting a couple. I think I think someone also got a Staff of Power. Maybe I don't I don't remember. It's just been so fucking long. Sounds um, like you gave him too much. Um. Well, I rolled for what a I rolled what the the Ilithlich via the monster manual or what the DMG says a creature would have a horde of that type because he owned the magic shop, and so uh, Ilithlich is a pretty high fucking CR creature. It is, yeah. I I don't so, know. I. I mean, yeah. I guess you're right. You did. You know. Although honestly, I have personally noticed too that the um. The, like treasure hoard tables are maybe a little too generous. Yeah. But they didn't find his phylactery and they didn't find the invitation. So the players are like, well, <laughs> guess, uh, 
So guess the, we still gotta go do that other job then. So Fuck. the two most important things. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So I'm curious. Did you finish the session with Paladin Man there? Um, I that session that he attacked the mind yeah, player. Like, did think, you finish with him present? I think basically what ended up happening was he started like it, the session ended with him attacking the the Ilithilich. Mm. Then I think the next session we ended up having the big talk and then kicked them out. And then I think the session after that, I I, I don't remember. I either did the adventure league thing of like yeah he just disappears. Like his, he just evaporates, or I just had the Ilithilich like, you know, power world kill him and he just fucking disintegrates. I don't, I don't remember which one. But basically, he he exploded into dust and disappeared. I like the power word kill option. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh no. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Emperor, oh no, the guy who's really good at killing undead is gone. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, hey, Agnes, you ever heard of Wincest? Delete. Oh, no. <laughs> but the players had to go off now go do this other job so they get this fucking invitation uh they basically signed up to it and now it was uh, they had to go to this slave market that was being held in this kind of like half circle coliseum stadium type What's of deal this all the slave stuff matt what you trying to say drow did they deal in slaves dude it just mm, i don't know son. i don't know man. read the, dude, read the fucking book i'm telling you i'm judging a little i'm just saying the job was that they had to go in one of the drow houses and this is so in drow society a dragoloth is a blessing of all in drows yeah so way. any in drow, drow house society. that gains a, a dragoloth is basically looked at as a big honor um aren't they like mindless though like don't you turn to a fucking crazy mindless demon monster yeah so a dragoloth is basically when a drow bangs a specific i forgot a glabrazoo uh, demon yeah it's a glabrazoo but like, yeah, and then gives birth to this horrifying thing. Yeah, it's basically just a big mindless drow monster beast demon thing. I love I'm just saying so much. I'm, oh, just, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it's a it's a big honor, but also you turn into like a brainless monkey monster. <laughs> well, yeah. it's not you turn into it. You birth like. Oh, you birth it. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the priests sleeps with this demon that she summons. Uh, Nine months later, bump bump, Dregoloth. Yeah, Drow Society, horrifying. <laughs> Again, I love all the lore, but some of it is fucked. And you're like, oh my god, it's fucking. Yeah, that's what. What demon do they um? <clears throat> it's a Glabrazu. It's the four-armed um, one with the big claws, red skin. Oh no, it's not a. It's a bulk. It's a bulgaro. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yeah, because they're the monkey ones with the four arms. No, 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 no. Because no, because no, the Dragoloths also have four arms. I know. That's what I just said. The don't yeah. don't the don't the. Oh, the Krabby Boys? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, the drag yeah they sleep with the Glab... Yeah, gl they are Glabrazoot, I think, yeah. Glabrazoot. Yeah, because they, they sleep with them to get a Dregoloth. I... And so the Drow House that was running the slave auction... Wait, aren't they, like, has a size huge? Yes. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, don't think about it. They're not huge. Uh... I believe they're la they're large. <laughs> no, the Dregoloth is large. No, no, the, the Glabrazoot is huge. No, Glabrazoot is large. Oh, they're large? I mean, oh, okay. look, they're <clears throat> they're large. They're still the size of a horse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I Drow, like. Uh, Drow so weird. I would just, I was like the uh, the first uh, sentence for the Dragoloth in Five E. A Dragoloth demon is created by an elf priest of Loth in an unholy, dangerous ritual. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one way. Dragoloth sponsored by Bad Dragon. <laughs> 
She puts on her her demon soda. They, I, just I, like, I, I I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but they've they've uh, they've PG thirteen to D and D a lot more these days. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just oh, they're yeah. they're gonna fucking Midas that bitch. They're just gonna get inside the bull thing. <laughs> Jesus, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Uh. But anyways, and so yeah, Lord. the players were told they're like, all right, we don't like the the Inquisitors didn't like the fact that this one house that owns a slave auction had a Dregoloth, and that was a big honor. So they're like, take out the Dregoloth in the middle, out in the open of the slave auction, make it known that it was it was you know that our that this other house did it. Try to blame another house. And so the players are like, oh, we'll just blame Faye Branchy. Genius. So I can make them out to be dickhead, even bigger dickheads than they already are. And so that happened. And during the during the slave auction, when the Dregoloth was basically like acting as a bodyguard, uh, again, sniper boy. It's like, yeah, so I pull out my sniper in the middle, just stand up from my seat and just fucking, fucking cap him right in the head. Yep. Just catch him in the glicky. All right. Yep. 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 And it's like, oh, OK. And so when that happened, uh, a bunch of obviously because they did this out in the open and they were told to make it look like another house did it. My players were just then starting to attack the other like drow that were running the slave auction and be like, <sighs> yeah, fucking yo, house fate branchy. What up, bitch? And just stabbing the shit out of the drow slave oh, owners. No. You'd be like, yeah, yo, fate branchy. We're the best. Fuck every other house. Fate branchy all the way. Look, we just fucked up your Dragoloth. What are you gonna do about it? Hey, yeah, Faye Branchy, what up? Players <laughs> just really like being terrorists, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, but unfortunately, when that happened, uh, a lot of the slave owners began summoning demons. And oh wow, I'm so so surprised. Yep. And uh, some of the the Webtropolis police force showed up. And then on top of that, to the players, well, most of the players chagrin, except for the Shadow Monk, who was fucking delighted, uh, the, the Shadow Blade showed up. So it was a giant knockout brawl. Uh, the Shadow... The pale uh, drow. Yeah, the fucking everyone was fighting the Pale Drow. Uh, the Shadow Monk ended up, he found, because uh, way, way early in the campaign, he found this poisonous mushroom and basically just jammed it down the pale drow's throat being like you will eat this fucking thing and you will like it and die he's <laughs> like i want you to die the most horrifying way possible yeah uh you know the guy the more you talk about this the more i'm like maybe you should treat every instance of drow with a lot of respect yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah. Is, is it too late to take back what i said earlier <laughs> I mean, no, I take, I'll late. take it back. Yeah, no, I'll take it back. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, after doing some 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 terrorism and uh, escaping the police and supposedly killing the, the shadow blade. Uh, but then he evaporated into a puddle of water, which confused my players. Did he get away? Uh, it was a simulacrum. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck he play, he, the players were like, I wasted my poisonous mushroom on a fucking snowman. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> uh, but they they escaped the they escaped the cops yet again. They got their invitation and now it's time to go to the Drow House party so they can finally get revenge and fuck up this Faye Branchy house once and for all. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of heat, uh, a lot of hoops 
But, uh, yeah, he finally did. Uh, the gunsmith and the shadow monk both wanted to try, even though the NPC, uh, their NPC, uh, you know, information broker guide told them not to try and sneak in. The two of them were like, nah, that's all right. We're the stealth team. Well, we're going to sneak into the building while the rest of you actually go to the party and just start, you know, you know, finding out what you can and like ruining their day. Mm-hmm. And so while uh, the main group went inside, uh, the gunsmith, they, the gunsmith actually, he tried and I found a map uh, online, I ended up buying it. It's a four story drow mansion building. I uploaded everything to roll 20, had different layers, different guards and other shit in every room. It was a fully fleshed out house. It was nuts. Uh, if I can find, I'll try and find the artist at some point and try and shout him out maybe on Twitter, but it, it was, it was sick. It was a really, really detailed mansion and it, it helped a lot for like Twitter. Yeah. Well, maybe on our Twitter. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fair enough. I like uh, how you just made it my job. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking that. I, I also I wasn't totally paying attention to what you were even saying, so I don't even know what you just made my job. You're welcome. Uh, nice. Uh, okay. Anyways, okay. Um. <laughs> okay. So Drow, because uh, they they innate magical abilities, uh, had the house obviously warded. Yeah. The gunsmiths uh, didn't realize that. So when yeah. he <laughs> tried breaking into the window, you know, trying to pick the lock of the the top, you know, the, the what do you call it? The rooftop door activated a, a glyph, a fireball. Mm. Uh, he managed to do a sick backflip to avoid blowing himself up. However, it activated one of the sentry guards, which mm-hmm. I ended up rolling on a table for. And I don't know if you guys ever saw in uh, Morning Games Tone Foes. Uh, they're called the Retrievers. They're yes, the big sir. robot spiders. Yeah, the yeah. ones that are immune to force damage. Yeah, baby. Yep. They're Love the ones specifically guys. sent into the demon plane, the abyss, to kidnap Glabrazoos to use for that uh for the fuck ritual. ritual. Yeah, the fuck ritual. Yeah. So, so real quick, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I keep being like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, of course. Yep, yep. This is not me. This is not me uh placing <laughs> any undue judgment on, on Matt's players. This is just because <laughs> me, as someone who has to think as a DM a lot, going, no, I would do that too. No, yeah, uh-huh, nope, nope, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> Because it was fun. And so the, the, the gunsmith basically had, uh, he also, oh, one of the other items, I'm, I forgot, one of the items they got from the magic shop was a cloak of the bat. Ah. So the gunsmith had it. So he was flying around avoiding the retriever at all costs. And he's like, all right, I'll, and they all, all the players had fucking sending stones so they can contact each other. So he's like, all right, I got this giant robot spider distracted. Shadow Monk, go inside, sneak up sneak through the roof uh rest of the party don't uh don't fuck this up don't fuck this up. so he was doing that uh meanwhile the rest of the party were basically going inside talking to other drow trying to spy on important fate branchy members uh breaking into certain rooms stealthing you know grabbing important documents setting up little distractions like lighting a fire in one room closing the door and then just kind of walking away and hopefully you know someone would notice Hopefully hey, someone you. would notice. Yeah. Trying to burn, you know, maybe burn down the building. Who knows? Uh, they ended up finding a lot of incriminating evidence on the Fey Branchy house. And this is where they ended up learning about drow smuggling adamantine to the surface world for the overlord. 
So they're like, of course the fucking overlords involved. God fucking damn it. Who would have think the, you know, the BBEG's involved? Damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Mm-hmm. Who would have thunk yep. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, the shadow monk, ended up stealthing down, uh, killing a couple of drow in his wake, hiding the bodies into the shadows. <laughs> You know, doing the he was basically playing hitman while the other yeah. players were playing yeah. uh, spy. <laughs> Is he wearing the chicken suit too? <laughs> no, thank Damn God. it. Um, but eventually he made it downstairs to like uh, basically a giant, you know, open foyer ballroom. Um, the three, uh, basically the three main rulers of the Fey Branchy House were these three sisters, each one a priest wearing adamantine fucking armor and decked out, and everyone's fucking flaunting over them. Uh, Chris ended up getting the idea because he saw a massive punch bowl that literally everybody was drinking out of. Oh, no. During the fight with uh, the demons that were summoned in between the shadow, uh, the, the shadow drow simulacrum, some of the players, and also this is when uh, the Centaur Avernus kind of came out. So they had the demon Iker table. Some oh, of my players Christ. were like, Matt, can I harvest some demon Iker before the body disappears? So they had like two or three vials of the shit. So they ended up dumping in like three or four vials of Demon Iker on top of the rest of the ma- the wild magic eye drops into this punch bowl. God, I love terrorism. <laughs> yeah, why did then, you, what is it with your players always going with the most like fucked up option possible? I, I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And so, you know what? And also, you know what? You know yeah, what? Your, yeah, your players yeah. listen, right? Yeah. Matt's yeah, players, do. y'all need to chill. <laughs> you're saying this directly <laughs> to you right now. Y'all are like a consistent 12. Listen, take that these, down to bring it down. <laughs> you know, just, you listen, these NP, NPCs fucked with their, their stuff, so they want to fuck with their stuff back. Just, you know? No, you don't need no, to, I refuse. <laughs> don't need to roofie the punch bowl. That's not necessary. So, y'all heaven's gate ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after doing this, the players like hid, disguised themselves as butlers. Oh and basically started God. handing out the punch to every oh person God. imaginable in the party. To which was about a good hundred fucking people. So I didn't roll a hundred times on both tables. Oh my god! Fuck. But there was Imagine some horrifying, did, like a, like a person. Like I rolled a couple of times, so there was a bunch of people who, like one group, literally turned into a potted plant and then ex- cast fireball on themselves. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> there was one group who had their basically their limbs elongated and then their heads popped off of their head uh oh. their necks and were flying away so just body uh, horror just like just a ton of body, body horror. horror going on yeah body horror magic everyone puking rainbows it was it was great and while this was going on because you know obviously something went wrong the three uh fey branchy sisters the the priestesses realized some shit was going on and then begin looking around and discovered that oh hey there's some surface dwellers here and began uh-huh. attacking as you do. Uh, which led to a big brawl out with them. Also, uh, that the players end up finding out, and I threw because I fucking love the stat block. Uh, there is a thing called the Drow Favored Consort, which is basically whoever is the yeah, ruling it's queen. Sucks, bud. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it's always specifically a dude. And so basically, I joke because the players they uh, they're like, "Oh, dude, he's so fucking hot! Oh my god!" Um, he sees that a bunch of surface dwellers are attacking, you know 
other drow of this house of a party he got invited to. And he's like, oh, I'll hop out. And this dude's like a like they're like 18th level wizards. They're fucking powerful. Damn. Yeah. So the players were basically just having a giant brawl between these three drow priestesses, this one powerful drow mage and a bunch of, you know, you know, dr you know, drow slave goons that the priests, you know, owned goons. butlers. Goons. Uh, it was also at this time that Sammy uh, came back from for fucking hiatus for the umpteenth time and basically was like, all right, guys, what are we doing now? Oh, it's like the the, the Don, Donald Glover like meme with the pizza. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing now? Uh, committing terrorism mostly. Yeah. yeah. So she sees this, um, and because she's now a fifteenth level, um, what do you call him? Barbarian, druid, like you know, totem barbarian. She's like, all right, Matt, I'm gonna turn into a T Rex. I'm like, can we just? Can we just not, guys. <laughs> You know, it's fine. It's fine. So she turns into a T-Rex. Everyone's fighting. Everyone's blasting. <laughs> they have enough incriminating evidence that they're like, okay, we might be able to help out. And the piece of the resistance. Uh, not in the magic item shop, but a little bit before that. Before they actually went to the other dark, my players ended up buying a Durance Instant Fortress. I homebrewed it. Because I was like, hey, guys, this magic item is a bit powerful that needed a one minute to activate it. Because mm -hmm. normally you could just as an action. Oh, you would just have this giant fuck off tower and it just yeah. fucks up encounters and it's annoying to deal with. So I asked my, you know, when I talked to my players, I'm like, I'm going to homebrew that it takes a minute to activate. And they were fine with it. So while all this fighting is going on, D-Rexes, Drow Priest, Drow Mage, fucking you know, poisoning punch, all this stuff. Uh, the Shadow Monk hid the Durn into the fortress in the battle and, and the map and basically like, all right, Matt, uh, so I'm going to try and put it down this way. So when it summons, uh, I want to try and attack these main support beams. I'm like, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> and so when the, in the middle of this fight, this giant fucking tor uh, fortress shows up, knocking over three or four different support beams of this mansion and basically half the mansion is collapsing on top of the players and the draw the, the drive of this evil house that they're fighting. I see. Yep, yep, yep. So on top of the terrorism, we're also doing a lot of vandalism, I see. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and as the players are escaping the half-collapsed building, they manage to capture one of the Fae Branchy uh priestesses, one of the sisters, with them and bring her back to their hideout where they interrogated her and she basically spilled the beans on the overlord helping them out and the dragon cult and what the hell was the deal with the shadow blade and turning into a puddle of water after they fought. Should have so. turned into a puddle of piss. Yeah. Did you even just hear what I said, Matt? Yeah. No, he heard you. He just, you just casually said yes to my what I just yeah. said. Yeah. 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 Should have turned into a puddle of piss and your response is yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're not actually you're just you're just you're just ignoring me. OK. OK. It's better just to say that. <laughs> I see. Uh, but yeah, so they learned from her that in exchange for uh, the adamantine help the the overlord to help support the uh, Fae Branchy house and help the three sister priests 
basically a rise in the ranks of the house, uh, house Fae branchy and basically begin taking trying to take over the rest of uh webtropolis i hate the name Fae branchy that's the that's the name that's, i'm aware what the, i hate it um turns out that the mines that they were getting animantine was held outside the city so my players were like oh shit we could explore the underdark oh god that sounds awful isn't the uh, the underdark's just a lot of caves yeah not not that exciting really <laughs> well they, it was mostly what they found in those caves like i think they fought a purple worm um giant acid monster like they they had a couple of uh, random encounters because i was like tr trying to figure out a good travel mechanic for the underdark and there wasn't any really no. don't they um, have that in uh out of the abyss they sort well of. it was it's like a bunch of drow patrol because they're like in out of the abyss you're you're your prisoners who escape the drow prison and drow are hunting you down no no um, i know but they're i believe like they they tell you that like you know because you're only in the undercart under dark there's a bunch of like tunnels that you have to go through and they have to take that into account when you're doing travel don't they do anything like that i think they do i just never i don't think i use them because my players were level 15 Fair enough. at the time so probably some of the encounters were a little too low level for them mm -hmm. i didn't feel like like adjusting and fixing i'm like ah fuck it i'll just make my own fair enough um yeah so they, they got basically they they ended up they explored the underdark for a little bit they made their way to where the mines were and basically i had it that the mines were basically it right uh built inside this dragon bone graveyard think like you know lion king elephant graveyard but dragon bones it's cooler <laughs> okay very fun very fun yeah yeah and at the entrance to the mine these mines were being guarded by two ancient bone dragons and so my oh, players like all right, dragons fuck. oh yeah and so my players are like all right fuck you're how do we fam. do this <laughs> true you're not you're not <laughs> the like, certified monster fucker my players were like all right how do we get past these bone you know these bone dragons without actually fighting them and because this is all again big giant underground cave graveyard uh the shadow monk and sammy the barbarian they snuck their way around and past the two golems or these two bone dragon golems and basically flew up into the like the air above them without being detected and then chris basically dropped sammy midfall sammy turned into a mammoth and did so much bludgeoning damage that it just fucking exploded the bone uh the bone dragons hey. yeah uh -huh. <laughs> you know yep. i wouldn't uh, uh, antics like that wouldn't bother me if the game had any fucking guidance on how to deal with that sort of nonsense but it's just nothing you're just on your own out there chief. yeah because because while we were like well well maybe it should be a weight and i'm like and it's like well what if it's just she just dealt the damage and she also took you know she basically took enough damage to get her out of the mammoth form i mean yeah but then she was just back at like full health druid and it's like yay and it's like god fucking <laughs> <laughs> like i just uh yeah just something give me something game because those uh. kind of wacky fucking hijinks always happen but oh, the yeah. game has no guidance or rules. I mean, it was, or it's anything. a cool play. It's a creative way to like circumvent fighting something. I know. It just yeah, gets it me like frustrated because I immediately, like, in the moment, now have to sit there and be like, all right, I need to be a game designer on call in the moment right now, five minutes ago. And I'm like, uh, uh, you know, yeah. like. Oh, that's all the good part of, you know, improv and using your imagination. Imagination isn't about math, Matt. <laughs> 
It's not the same thing at all. Uh, don't don't you come at me. <laughs> but yeah, so they finally they got into the mines, uh, which was ended up being a big ass dungeon. I used uh, there's a map in Dungeon of the Mad Mage that I'm not using in my current game, so it's fine. Uh, that is basically an underground mine with a whole like throne room area and a bunch of other like little side pocket places that the players could explore. So I was like, oh, this this giant mine, this will be sick. I just have to change up some of the encounters to make it fit the story that's going on. Perfect. My players, they did the patented, uh, the Matt Colville screw, as they call it. They rolled so well on stealth that they just snuck through the entire fucking dungeon to get to the boss room. That seems highly unlikely. Yeah, well, they... They do. They rolled so well. It is crazy. Were you being lenient no. with how the stealth rules works? No, no, because they they literally like they did the like they played it. It's weird when it comes to stealthing. My players they they like being super like strategic and like tactical with it. Oh. So that they would wait for patrols to like come and go and leave. They would perfectly try to snipe out somebody while someone would magically grab the body and then pull it over to them so nobody would notice or try and well, cast there's, there's already an example of being lenient because there's no like stealth takedown rules right so there was some there was some there was some you doing well, shit on the fly be, in this well it'd be like all right roll for initiative what do you do you know i i then basically the players they end up using a lot of their like abilities and stuff to like try and insta kill some of the like guards and goons and stuff and I, then basically like casting silent so nobody would hear it and then another player would run and grab the body so like again they they were strategic about it it I wasn't me being like all right you kill this guy another guy grabs your body it's like no they fucking they're all like they use the game to you know to their advantage i just had six people six player characters snaking through an entire dungeon just seems very uh, well, this was well. Actually, yeah, they replaced Paladin with Sammy now. So yeah, six people. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds sus. Well, again, they they snuck through the whole dungeon to get to the boss room. Now getting out, the place is gonna be fucking alarmed. I mean, so they can't stealth out of that. They're gonna sure, have to yeah. fight, which they end up doing. They fight their way out. <laughs> like it's it, it is very common <laughs> thing in D and D. I I wouldn't call that common sneaking through an entire dungeon. I don't know. I'd call that common. Yeah. I don't know about that one. You hear stories about it constantly on on Reddit and shit, dude. It, it mm. happens. Like I don't know, Isaiah. Is this like a rare occurrence for you? Like uh, you... a whole dungeon? Yeah, it's pretty uncommon. But oh, it, sure. it's bits and I pieces. It, sure. I think if you have smart players, it is more common. And when I say when I say smart, I don't I don't literally mean smart. I mean like people who know the system more. And know how to take advantage of it more, which your players seem to be very good at. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I'd say it could be probably more common than what is usually expected. Mm. Yeah. So they they yeah again stealth their way through the whole thing, got to the throne room where they all they all they saw was this giant black swirling portal. And they're like, all right, what the fuck is this? They see the drow shadow blade in there, shredder, and basically he's like beckoning them to come into the portal and let, let's let's finish this let's, let's finally put an end to this you know rivalry that we've had this nonsense of you guys trying to kill me and failing horribly which the you know shadow monk uh did not like that <laughs> and so everyone jumped through the portal 
which uh, was a portal to the Shadowfell. Oh. Yeah, so home yeah, home okay. advantage. So before this, the player basically the players were like, "All right, well, how is the Overlord getting getting all the animantine? But like, obviously, magic. He was the Drow Dragon Cultist because they were again Shadow Drow, like half dragons. They were using the Shadowfell to transfer the animantine to and from the material plane, like a basically like a like a tunnel." Almost. And there was basically other uh, teleportation circles placed in the section of the Shadowfell that the these, you know, the, these assassins would basically take all the animantine teleported back there. Then another teleportation circle would drop off on a gold or soldiers or whatever that the Overlord would give to the Dragon Cult. And then Dragon Cult would send those guys over to the house fate branchy and then back and forth and back and forth and back and forth so seeing all that and this i mentioned i think in our vi the villain video that we did uh the shadow Blitz dragon guy because now of all this stuff happening i wanted to build him up as a big boss this is like the only time i ever like from and mostly from scratch had build a, like a, a monster because normally I would just like tweak a monster or like reskin someone or something. But this was like I took what the Shadow Blade did and I had to add to it and add to it. And it basically ended up becoming its own creature. I think I ended up getting it to like it was like CR 16. If I did the math correct. No, CR. But math. he. Yeah, <laughs> but he was a, you know, half shadow dragon drow assassins, you know, sorcerer. You know, doing a lot of sneaky, stealthy shit, a lot of necrotic shadows, sorcerer magic, dragon breath, like all that shit. It, it, it was sick. It was really cool to play, really cool to use mechanically. Uh, also, there was two adult shadow uh, blue shadow dragons the players had to deal with and a ton of other like half drag shadow dragon drow goons. I think I also mentioned this in the villain episode that the fight took a long time because uh, during, when the fight was happening, two of the players uh, basically last minute like was like, hey, I can't make the session. And I'm like, all right, in the middle of a boss fight. No. Fuck. So I scrambled to try and adjust the encounter so that it went from being, you know, mega deadly to not a TPK. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I built this encounter specifically for six players, not four. And so one of the things I ended up doing is I switched out some of the creatures I was using for these these goons. And unfortunately, what I didn't realize at the time was all these goons had the mage stat block with a couple of like, you know, spells switched out and a couple of assassin stuff and drow magic shit and put in there. All of them had counter spell. And I didn't realize that <laughs> oh, until no. until the fight. And basically, anytime the players would try to do anything magical, then there was a lot of these guys. Instant counterspell. <laughs> which just is have where... a bunch of fucking hmm? daisy chain. No, what were you saying? Sorry. Uh, counterspells Oop. until the players were like, well, we, we just don't have any more. And you went, hmm. Damn. Yep. Nice. Like, I, I, I basically I ended up counterspelling a couple of healing words. <laughs> which they oh, fucking hated and I was like rude. ooh I'm like that's evil 
<laughs> yeah. Good time. Uh, so while half the party was dealing with the all the goons and the two shadow dragons, I was trying to set up because, again, this is supposed to be Chris, the shadow monks. Like, this is his bad guy. This was his nemesis. I was trying to set up the Dragon Ball Z 1v1. Like, the shadow drow guy was trying to throw a ton of, like, you know, magic missiles at him, trying to poke him and be like, Khan, let's go. Me and you, me and you. Uh, unfortunately, Chris didn't take the bait because he was trying to deal with all the goons and help his friends out. Yeah, D&D players. And so the other will. half of the party <laughs> was fighting the fucking bad guy I made for Chris. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta hit him with the compel duel, fam. Yeah, I should have. It's but, a really uh, underrated spell. I love compel duel so much. And it, it, it was used against me in uh, in my first game where the, I had to fight a death knight at like level 10 or some something like oh, that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like leveled. He was he was a powered down Death Knight, but I was like, mm. I want to fight him, but I gotta help my friends out. And then he was like, mm. so he casts Compel Duel against you, and I'm like, I don't have to no. help my friends out. I can <laughs> fight him. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't necessarily gonna say Compel Duel, but you do if you want to do the one v one thing. You do kind of have to force it to happen because the D and D player instinct is going to be, you know, work with the party. Like there's yeah, exactly. It's just impossible but to get around. Yeah, which I kept having him like because he would be fight like, you know, the the spore druid and the barbarian. Actually, now the spore druid and who else was up in this grill? Oh, the so he was basically fighting Joe's new character, the spore druid and the pet Drake, like in melee while while throwing out a bunch of spells, scene. trying to get at uh, Chris's character. And throughout all the stuff, eventually he ended up knocking out Chris. Because he just kept throwing so many spells at him and being like, why are you not fighting me? <laughs> why are you ignoring me? I'm fighting fucking a fucking dragon up. dog and a lizard man. This put is not up. what we agreed put those to. Hands up. Start throwing hands. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. And basically it got to the point where eventually he did the like, you know, like the, you know, the, the misty step away from them, went over, stabbed Chris while he was unconscious and was like, you refuse to fight me. All right. So let's let's see how you like this. Stab the shit out. And eventually. Yeah. And eventually Chris was like, oh, no, <laughs> I I'm, probably dying. I'm dying. And luckily, uh, luckily, actually, funny enough, Joe's character got the last hit on on the, the shadow drow and, and managed to murder him before he can fucking kill Chris. Uh, but it was a good fight it was like again it took a lot high level 5e fucking fights take fucking forever but this was one of the good ones because there was so much like uh two of the players were fighting the shadow dragons in the air sammy turned to a t-rex again and was fucking kaiju battling one of the other one other sh uh shadow dragons Oh yeah, uh, we had that too, except it was dragon. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, you know what? Let your players turn into a dragon. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Chris was dealing with most of the goons and the mobs while Joe and the, the pet dragon Drake was fighting the, the big bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they beat him. Uh, a, you know, a big nemesis, finally, they got revenge. They grabbed his magic, you know, Bluetooth MacGuffin item. And now they only needed one more to go. It was kind of like, um, it, it was, it was really cool. Like, eh, like a, a big, nice end to like the, this arc of like fucking around the city, doing a bunch of terrorism, fucking <laughs> messing around. Doing a bunch of terrorism. Yeah. 
kind of espionaging and, st- and play- playing Hitman in the Drow Mansion party, getting to the try explore the Underdark for a bit, this mine shit, and then leading up to this cool Shadowfell kind of boss fight. I was like, this is great. This is, this is really cool. And that's like, where I the felt, campaign I felt like guys, should have ended. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, should have should have ended while you were. <laughs> yeah, but they grabbed the tooth. Uh, they basically fought their way out of the fucking dungeon because <laughs> they're like, well, we avoided every all the dangers. Um, oops. A part of me wanted to be like, well, we killed literally everything that bringeth here. Mm-hmm. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, basically, like they killed most of, if not all of. You didn't make it like a Skyrim dungeon with a convenient back exit. No, 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 no. They had to go back. They had to go. There's only one entrance. Oh, two entrances. You have the Shadowfell. <laughs> There's a shadow. You can go through the Shadowfell if you want. None, none of the players had plane shift. <laughs> you got to hit him with the enjoy the climb back up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, they fought their way back through the to the front door. They went back to the Drow City. Um, they basically actually just basically just toppled the rest of the mine so that the Overlord couldn't get any more Animantine. Um, cutting off his supply, they basically made sure they're like, all right, we need to kill every single one of these half Shadow Dragon Drow. Because like, the oh, fuck, we can't have like these existing. That's that's too much power. Uh, yeah, they, just, they destroyed the Fey Branchy house mansion, you know, before they left. And so afterwards, they're like, all right, we got our item. We killed the bad guy. Let's uh, let's go home. They went back to the surface world and uh, level 16, baby. All right. I love, like- I love that they ruined an entire, <laughs> like, most likely ancient houses worth like, evil people, to be fair. But they ruined dozens of lives. Oh, yes. yeah. Who they yeah. done nothing to you? Yeah, other I happen than to know they exist <laughs> and be gray, and that's it. This is uh, this is this is kind of my the point I was making, Isaiah. Look, you know, look, like I said, I, I, you might be pulling me over to your side. A little bit. I mean, to be fair, I did make because again, I did specifically make like like Josh, you mentioned like if I was gonna do drow, I'd pick a drow house. I did that. I specifically made not every drow they your, met was evil. Your evil. players just decided to be psycho terrorists. They just went. They just went fucking knob to eleven. Like they, uh, we're gonna fuck these guys yeah, up. This in knob particular. goes to eleven. Well, why don't you yeah. just make the ten louder? No, no. So you don't understand. This knob goes to eleven. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it goes to 11. <laughs> they just decided they were gonna take matters into their own heads. Oh yeah. 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 Now, um, after defeating, yeah, the Drow Dragon Cultists and House Fey Branchy, now they uh, last only one tooth to go in the Dragonborn City of Calabras. No, that's their name. That's that's their name. I'm sick of doing it so much. It's awful. (laughs) Uh, What if you just and yeah, realizing that this all this shit took six actual in-game months. Again, this was probably one of the most fun arcs running as a DM. But also, but also, this took six fucking months. It added six yeah, months to my I mean, fucking game. I so, part of me wishes I cut content. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't blame you. So I actually I had this conversation with Paladin, one of my players the other day. Mm. And not the same person. My Paladin, not the same no. person. <laughs> not the same person. Yeah, no, no. My Paladin, uh, the hemp. Who's not a drug the Paladin of hemp, if you will. Mm. Uh, that's his <laughs> Discord name. I don't want to use his real name. 
but yeah, he was like, you know, no offense, but you, the only villain you you've given us that's hit like you've like the best villain you hit us with was Gator Man, Gariel, and mm. no one else has hit that height yet. And I was like, that's true. And we, we had talked about it a bit because I was like, I kind of wonder why that is. And I, I didn't take mm. any offense to it because I kind of agree personally. I think that Gary hit Gariel went on for months for 18 months. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. so yeah, like shit. it makes sense that he hit harder than everybody else, even though he yeah. wasn't supposed to. It's because they were like, fuck this guy. They dealt with him the longest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah, like, fuck he wasn't, this dude and in he particular. wasn't supposed to, though. That's the thing, right? Like, yeah. That, yeah. That's the he funny got thing. out of hand. Yeah, What's the exactly. same thing with this the the shadow blade? I just ran him originally as a one as a goon, and then eventually he became Chris's arch nemesis. You know, we, we need the the Wreck It Ralph like villain AA, but it's like villains who weren't as evil as they were made out to be. <laughs> so it's just it's the pale drow with my guy Gariel being like, "Hi, my name is Gariel." Uh, I was supposed to be a villain three arcs later, but they really didn't like me, so they fucking <laughs> murdered my ass in a fight pit. Uh, Hi, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Rebellion from my game strolls in. He's like, I don't really know what I'm doing with myself. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Uh, So I was a villain and now I'm kind of an Uh, (laughs) anti-hero. I don't really know where I fit in, but they still want to kick my ass. So I'm not really sure where (laughs) I fit. Yep. Good times. Look, look, we now want to kick Rebellion's ass into unconsciousness, not to death. Fair enough. There you go. There you go. And then I mean, they, just the dread just one just one swift kick in the nads yeah. rebellion that's all we need <laughs> one quick swift kick like, in the just, you know, right, just just yeah, let us have this moment and, and even stevens like yeah, yeah. No, I, I need the, the deadpool cock shot just fucking <laughs> give each of us one solid kick and then we're good yeah. Oh, you gotta do the the the, the critical role like one flick in the nuts, Vax, and then oh, everything God, yeah, just one flick to the ghoulies. And it's like I was just like I would like to rage, and you're it's like the oh. fucking scene in Chainsaw Man when they kick the dude in the balls over and over. Oh yeah. Oh my God, when he fucking destroys Aki by kicking him in the dick like eight times. No, it was when they kick Katana Man in the dick. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah Katana yeah, Man yeah. at the end. Yeah, like, yeah the these bells are tolling for you. Bing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I no. love that they hit the fucking the strongman bell sound. Every time, (laughs) every time, (laughs) ping, ping. You're like, oh Jesus. The only thing that would have made that funnier is if they had done this the dodgeball ping sound. (laughs) (laughs) You know, dodgeball makes a very specific sound when you peg someone in the face with it. Yeah, ping, and you're like, oh god, I don't know what that was, but that looked like it hurt or sounded like it. Very distinct noise. Yeah. Ah, but yeah, yeah, I um. Yeah, Drow. Drow are fun. Drow are cool. Very, very cool bad guys. What did you call it? Web of what? Webtropolis. Webtropolis. God damn it. Yeah, Yeah. the city down under. Instead of Motropolis, it was the web. Yeah, it's Webtropolis down under where we make the spiders on the bobby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love, love, love. Love. Big fan of that chicky cunt. Do Drow eat spiders? Probably. No, because so... So Drow, because they worship spiders, there's actually, a, yeah, actually, yeah. I think this is an Out of the Abyss or the Menzo Branza book, where if a Drow accidentally steps on a spider, kills a spider, Loth immediately sends like judgment down on them and like <laughs> take them. Like, Damn. There, there's a thing in Out of the Abyss of a guy who's basically half his face is spider. Because one day he accidentally stepped on a spider at a shrine to Loth and she was like, don't like that. 
I'd like to imagine Murked. you're just walking around your house. You got your fucking slippers on, coffee and coffee in your hand. You're just strolling through the living room. You just hear a crunch noise underfoot, yeah. and you look down. You're like, "Oh fuck!" Just lightning bolts. <laughs> 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 uh, well, because you you think about it, like spiders can thrive in pretty much any dark environment. Yeah, they, they everywhere. Get, you know, yeah, and, and you know, some spiders can get fucking, especially in D D. They get jumongous. So like. Oh yeah, well that spiders was, uh, would probably be a pretty good source of like protein, food. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. Let it be known yeah. in my setting, Drow eat spiders. Nice. I appreciate you, <laughs> but like also like Lulz dead, so like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh. well, yeah. She, she <laughs> have that one Drow who's just tap dancing on spiders, being like, "Touch my now, spider bitch." <laughs> <laughs> she was probably never even alive in the first place, so it's fine. Mm, true, true, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun, fun fact. Uh, so Drider are considered like scum. In drow society, which makes no sense, they they are like drow priestesses who like failed their like final test to Lolf. But they're like, so she gives that. she grants them power by turning them to half spiders. But then that just shows you're weak and that you couldn't pass like Lolf's fucking that made up make nonsense any sense, test. Though. Okay, wait, you failed your test, so I'm gonna turn you into the animal we worship, and that's a punishment. No, you're like a half spider, half late. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's, like, still. it's this, it's shown as a sign as of weakness that you couldn't pass this test, so Lolf had to turn you to a monster to make you more powerful. Therefore, in drow society, you are weak, and you should basically yeah. purge from the kingdom. I, it's weird. I would <laughs> understand that if she turned them into, like, slug people or something like that, but you're turning them into the animal that everyone worships. So one never oh, yeah, half drought. They're it's half still spiders. spiders. Well, so I think the idea, right, is like, like I have to make you stronger. You were such a loser no, that you that couldn't part. do it the way you were. I get that part, but the choice of animal, like turn them into like fucking pur- half purple worms or something instead. Mm. Let me say a worm boy. Yeah, make a worm boy. <laughs> yeah, like worm I do. boy. And it's funny because after this, there's um, there was a while too where after like before running Strixhaven, I was thinking of writing and trying to come up with a underdark like a new campaign basically because of how much I enjoyed running this and like wanted to go back to this world and use more material and maybe different characters. Maybe all the characters were drow, maybe what not. Matt, what Matt's saying is he has a drow kink. Yeah, dude, fucking they're, they're cool. Drow, drow are cool. Fucking quote Sam, drow, drow are cool. I, did you hear oh, what insert, I said? All right, insert thing here is cool, Sam. Me inserting the word drow. Did drow you, cool. Did you, did you, did you not? I, never mind. <laughs> I said, I, I said you're horny what? for them. That, that was what I was saying. Oh, that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking, there's a lot of hot dry art out there, dude. All right. I guess. Fucking bondage elves. Like, what can I tell you? Didn't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. God don't, uh, don't driders use like a weird sword made out of a very specific metal? Rider? I don't know. I don't know. What the I, fuck I remember you're that, like, about. I, so I fought a Drider in my original game, and I, I believe Ant was like, oh, yeah. So, fun fact, they have a sword made of something called Arundur, which is like a special metal uh, that I believe uh, they used to make, like, they use they make, like, a specific weapon out of it, but I could be wrong. This could be. It Ant could be the material they use to make the retrievers, because that's also made of special me- metal. Mm hmm. Like drow are there because also drow they're really highly advanced magic and all that so they are able to figure out how to make these retrievers that they're and they're basically just magical constructs made out of this super incredibly dense mineral and they have them all over that's the other thing 
Retrievers, not only do they send them out into the abyss to capture demons, they are used as guards for all the houses. They are used as guards for their special, um, I don't want to say magic school, but they have a special magic school where all the priestesses get trained, all the mages get trained, and all the assassins get trained. So they're they're kind of all over the place. Oh, Matt, you could have run Strixhaven Drow Edition. I could have, yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I do, because I, I also... Uh, there's an um, old Dragon Magazine article with an adventure um, on it about this this drow, this drow uh, girl who believes she's the daughter of Lolf. And it's the adventure of going into the demon pits, uh, Lolf's, like, demon web pits, and basically getting this girl, and basically you're try you're playing like triple like double agents. Oh, I was gonna say, are, is it fucking yeah. Maori in Five E? No, you I are the mother. <laughs> no, but it's basically you're trying to go with her and see her rise to become basically take Wolf's place, and then in that moment, take her out. So you're like, okay, cool. We not only is Wolf gone, but now this new demon DD girl is is gone so we just saved the universe we saved fucking yeah we <laughs> saved D guys awesome yeah and it was basically like this suicide mission and i'm like this sounds like such a cool fucking campaign like not campaign or like mini campaign idea like three five sessions maybe mm. i want to run it in 5e i just gotta like get better maps because th the maps you're really bad in the magazine like they didn't <laughs> fucking not play <laughs> Me and, me and Matt truly are the duality of man. Matt's looking mm -hmm. for more reasons to, to... Matt's looking for more things to run in 5e, and I'm looking for every possible excuse to never touch it again. <laughs> Who hurt you? Huh? Who hurt you? I, we're not We're not doing this right now. <laughs> you know the answer to this question, and we're not doing it right now. Uh, but, it was uh, me. I hurt him. Good. Dango hurt good. him. <laughs> I, I mean... Fabricate. Certainly More a fabricate. factor. <laughs> Certainly a factor. Oh, that, fabricate uh, 32 AC. It's fine. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, now you just got multi-class in the Blade Singer and get that shit even higher. Never. That's I refuse. <laughs> I'm going Artificer <laughs> all the way, baby. Nice. Uh, but yeah, next time uh, next time I end up hosting uh, in like three months. Uh, yeah, Dragonborn City. Bad Dragonborn, my three, version three, of three months, um, Matt. So it's only three weeks. Whatever. You know, my my version <laughs> of uh, you know fucking Knights of Arabian, but Dragonborn, the Sand Desert City, cool shit. I play with a lot of different cultures and stuff, and mixing them in with Dragonborn. Eat stuff, eat stuff, eat stuff. Next time. I see. Yeah, yeah. My second favorite race besides Drow. <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> Yeah. but uh yeah thanks for thanks for listening everybody uh don't forget to you know listen to josh earlier like follow subscribe all that nonsense uh i guess guys you have any last words before we uh roll on out of here um it's okay to kill drow indiscriminately as long as uh you're only fighting drow fighters and not drow civilians <laughs> As long as they attacked you first, you can kill the ones who attacked you and nobody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just say uh, follow us on Twitter. Mm. <laughs> oh, and don't be a terrorist. Don't be a terrorist. Yeah, don't. Yeah, be, yeah. Don't. But but if you are gonna be a terrorist, leave a review on us first. 
Yeah. Jesus, no. Def I mean, no, so like, what you definitely shouldn't do is you shouldn't try to steal from a mafia house for a shirt and then get caught and then run out and then thunder step into the middle of an open crowd in the middle of Neverwinter and kill like 40 people. Don't do that. Bad. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Bad. I... Way to go with the hyper specific. <laughs> Look, you know, sometimes you got to be specific. Okay, it's all right. Mm -hmm. And with right, that, later, y'all. Crikey, praise Lolf, Demon Queen of the Abyss.